mouse trap. I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. The first to capture everyone else's mouse is the winner. Just turn the crank and snap the blank and boot the marble right down the chute. Now watch it roll and hit the pole and knock the ball in the rubber up top, which hits the man into the fan. The trap is set. Here comes the man. Ouch! Mouse trap. I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. I, I knew you were a winner. Mouse trap from Milton Bradley. Do some of my best surfing in the web. I thought you had somewhere else to be. Enzo Matrix, you've changed more than I thought. What would Dot find where would she be? Think of her brother behaving in such a churlish manner. Call me Matrix. Hey, bits for brains! How many CPUs does it take to catch one sprite? This Guardian bootlickers want me deleted too! Well, blow me down! Does he ever smile? If he does, run very fast. What's up, Reboot fans? Welcome to another edition of Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast to where we talk about Reboot, the old Canadian series from the 90s, season one to season four, every single episode. Today, we are discussing... Episode number 35, Mousetrap. Nope. Nope. That's episode 35 <laughs> of Alphanumeric. This folks. is episode 35 of Alphanumeric, where we are talking about the 12th episode of the third season of Reboot, Mousetrap. There what we go. What you said. <laughs> what? Okay. You know what? Well, this right. is our take. Sorry. Me, this is our take. Me. We're rolling with it. Yep. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, this, okay. yeah, this is staying in the okay. podcast. So I thought it was go. episode 35. Okay. It is it episode is. 35 of Alphanumeric, the podcast. Okay. Yes. Us. It is you, Al- folks. Cal. <laughs> Lady Glitch. <laughs> All right. Anyway. That's the intro. That is AP right. Snidler. <laughs> I am another one of your hosts, Christopher Siege, and that beneath me is NeoCal. And diagonally, that direction, which is a direction that I nebulously cannot uh, figure out right now. Anyway, you are Lady Glitch. Yes. Yes, Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 35 of Alphanumeric. And with our powers combined, we are Alphanumeric. With our powers combined, we are a cohesive unit who can figure all Flawless. this out. Yes, and we keep Flawless. going with it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, Sindler, sorry, didn't mean to steal your thunder there. Continue. It's okay. As long as I can redo this intro, I think we'll be all right. Uh, yes. Uh, well, we, today we are discussing uh, episode twelve of season three of reboot, Mousetrap. Uh, original air date in Canada, November 5th, 1997, and December 19th, 1998 in the U.S. Cool. Yeah. It was a Canadian a exclusive. For a Clearly. while. Yeah. For a Canadian experience. <laughs> yeah. Canadian. And we have a different version of this, of this episode down here in the States. What? Because when we watched it on Toonami, they cut parts of the very first party scene out because they didn't want to have the whole binomes drunk on there's, wrong kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of partying pirates. Mm-hmm. There are edited Weird. versions of Reboot? Yep. Well, at least the Toonami The director's version. cut. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where's well, Tim? 
Maybe we did have a different version then. The dim. Reference to a classic episode of Too Much Energon where uh, my friend Tim guest hosted. And uh, yeah, go listen to that. It was Too Much Energon number 12, I think. Mm. Oh, boy. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so what's happening in this episode, Snidler? Uh, right now we are cruising through the web and everybody is the web, this the liquid space and everyone is partying like pirates because Bob is back and everybody's just celebrating and it's great. And people are, yeah, binoms are drunk and binoms are like playing drinking games and everything. I I just got a glimpse as go ahead. I just got a glimpse of the credits, and I feel like this is worth mentioning. This episode was written by Marv Wolfman, who, uh, amongst many other things, is the creator of Blade for Marvel Comics. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Cool. Yep. I'm always like, uh, I know who that is. <laughs> uh, he also wrote a number of episodes of the original Transformers cartoon, including the two-part Return of Optimus Prime, which featured the hate plague. Which actually got a subtle little reference in uh, War for Cybertron Earthrise, which I appreciated. Yeah, so uh, what's going on here, folks? It seems like they've made friends with the web riders. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like to take off their helmets. No. Some of them, right? Some of others do, though. And it seems like they're eating web nuts. Lots of donuts. Lots of donuts. And energy shakes. <laughs> yeah. Is there an yeah. end? <laughs> and whatever is in a clear bottle. Because Mystery fluid that yeah. makes them... Yeah. That yeah. makes them tipsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mystery fluid. Mystery fluid. <laughs> <laughs> mystery fluid. Much like this, I'm also <laughs> celebrating Bob's arrival with some Pepsi Blue. Pepsi Blue. Hey. Some, some Bob Tastes like 2002. Milk. It's it's Pepsi Bob. Ride the wave. And it's really interesting. And uh, I want yeah. to know where they got these donuts. Right? Yeah, I want some donuts. I should uh, take off and go get some Tim Hortons. <laughs> right I miss Tim Hortons. Take off, eh? Oh, I you will miss take off. Tim Hortons. <laughs> um, I had a Tim Hortons in my college town, which is close to Canada, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, so there are a couple down there. You miss Tim Hortons? <laughs> I miss Krispy Kreme. So, I also had a Krispy yeah. Kreme up in Erie as well. And Duncan. I did not know Krispy Kreme even existed until the 2017 Power Rangers movie. Okay. When weirdly, like, Krispy Kreme became, like, kind of a plot point later on in that film. Weird. Yeah, it was I forgot that movie even existed. Yeah, me too. It's not bad. Hmm. Better well, than it uh, than it got credit for, I think. Uh, uh, so we're panning out in the party scene over here, and Bob decides to give toasts to everybody in the room. Toast. Toasts. Toast. And he speaks Toast. in toasts, my ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he speaks in web. I'm calling the language web, or it's like the the squeaky like dial up. Yeah. Uh, sound yeah. Yeah. in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. America Online. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome. 
Yeah. Uh, yes. So you know they toast to each other and they have uh they they have words and they have what 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 goes on here? Sorry, hold on. I'm tripping over my own my own. So, so Bob toasts the people of the saucy mare, and then Capacitor yeah. turns around and toasts the web riders. Yeah, they're that's drunk right. yeah, and right. toasts one another. That's yeah, that's the scene. Yeah, basically, and everyone's that's cheering and having yeah. a great time. Uh, except Matrix <laughs> and Andrea. It cuts away to yeah. a to a binome hurling in the uh, on the poop deck. Which definitely did not show in the states in this nope. version, but that scene. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I remember all of this differently. Because I remember the party scene and all the toasting, but I don't remember the binome puking on the deck. Because <laughs> that implies intoxic intoxication, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this bot looks pretty good in this scene. I'm gonna Who's? say Matrixes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the camera <laughs> sneaks up behind Andrea yeah. and Matrix, but yeah. we don't get to see Andrea's butt because she's in yeah. front of him. <laughs> yeah, Matrix's Matrix's butt looks pretty good in this scene. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I actually really like this scene. Uh, Sniller, you and I talked about this a little bit. Mm. Like, oh yeah, Matrix and Andrea finally have a moment of relaxation that they're not game hopping, they are not system hopping, they are not out to kill anyone, they are not being killed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They finally like, yeah. everything is right in their world, and their nonverbal affection to each other is really prominent right here, and I like yeah. it for the first time when she calls him in a lover. while. Uh, I love that. I actually really like that she calls him lover. Yeah, and I when it. I was a kid. Now that we're, I'm rewatching it with all of you, um, mm -hmm. I thought she said that more, but she's only recently started to to say mm -hmm. that. Well, on screen, like it was it yeah. was. Back she said in it the... a few times in earlier. Yeah, yeah, but it's well. not consistent. here and there. Yeah. Few, here and there, and and I actually don't, I don't mind that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like it. I think it's not. Of relief in they this do. scene. I cringe Sorry. whenever I hear it, but uh, I like. I guess I'm. Uh, I said that I cringe whenever I hear her say it, oh. but I guess I'm in the minority. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I used to when I was a, a teenager. Mm -hmm. And now, I'm, when as an adult watching it with all of you, I'm like, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah, the 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 scene, Sniddler, mm -hmm. um, it's pretty, it's kind of deep. Yeah, I I, I like, well, man, this, I don't remember this because when I was a kid, right, like twelve, thirteen, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, you don't care about the mushy scenes, right? No, but like a lot of this arc. The Matrix arc is exploring Enzo's vulnerability and like what it means to be masculine and uh, yeah, what the is, difference between weakness and vulnerability. The whole dynamic of the relationship. And I do overall. Yeah, what I do on. appreciate about this scene is that Matrix kind of has it basically is kind of battling with the notion that like. 
oh, like Bob's back, but like, what if Bob doesn't like the man that I've become? Yeah. He hasn't seen me since I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like the last time and, they saw each other was when he gave him the commission to cadet version 1.0. Yeah. Yeah. Last time he saw him, Enzo was in mainframe. There was no, yeah, there was nothing else. Like, uh, you know, yeah. the, Bob had, Bob had no way of knowing that they were out looking for him or how yeah. they would even get there. A lot's Andrea happened wants, between now and then. Andrea yeah. wants him to like, why aren't you going and like hanging out with like Bob and the others? And, um, he, he is, it's, it's great to see him. Um, and she's trying to urge him to go and talk to Bob and he doesn't feel like he can because he He's was a different so person. Mm -hmm. He was like young. He looked up to him. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like when we go off to university or somewhere for a long term, and then we return back home a different person. We know we've changed, but the people on the outside don't know that. And mm. it's like, how are they going to perceive what I have been through? And now that I'm coming back to like my roots, it's like, I'd say it's more like when you when you're 11 years old and you leave to go on your Pokemon adventure. And you come back like 15 years later with like grizzled <laughs> facial hair and you're like 300 pounds made of muscle. <laughs> because it's not like he's, he's gone for college. Like right. this guy kid was like 10, <laughs> 11 yeah. when he disappeared and he's like, what, mid-20s? Yeah. Nearing 30? <laughs> like most of his life has been outside of mainframe. Right. Or at least half of it, right? Yeah. So this is it, it's a, like man like or like or like the uh, uh the first time you ever meet your dad ever is at a child support hearing when you're 10 years old when he denies yeah, being your father and then yeah. and then like 15 years later he show randomly shows up at your wedding that's exactly what it is. This is a great episode <laughs> of oh, wow. actual thing that happened. We are here. digging really Damn. deep here folks. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. <laughs> this is only the beginning. Yeah. We're only <laughs> this far in. All right. We're literally four minutes so in. So Bob is Enzo's analogy, actually. I don't know where you pulled that from, but that's that's exactly what it's like. Out of thin air. Yeah. That's not, I don't know how not he does real it world experience at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So uh, after that scene where Andrea encourages Enzo, hey, don't worry about it. Go talk to Bob. Uh, we cut to the party again. And I guess Ray Tracer is, you okay, Sniddler? Yes. You looked at the bottle like you just drank poison. <laughs> no, he's got some blue tones going on. It tastes on. like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess it's like a frat house and everybody's dared... Uh, Ray Tracer yeah. too. What are these? A, are these like web gnolls? No. It's like a slithering anchovy of some sort. What this my is... is gnolls, but they're black. Yeah, it's yeah. like web slug. Uh, apparently, this is a uh, this is a reference to uh, uh, from Star Trunk. It was uh, it was from uh, it was a Klingon food that wriggles all the way down. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, these aren't. But in the reboot world, are these supposed to be I guess, anything? I guess they're just. Because if they're nulls, that kind of freaks me out. Because <laughs> they used to be sprites then, right? 
I don't know. They're like uh, they're black, like, gnolls, like leeches. No. They look like leeches. They're black and they're smaller than gnolls. <laughs> so yeah, maybe they're just creatures. Yeah, web leeches. Web yeah, leeches. Web leeches. Still though, they're eating something alive. Like I'm down know. with that. I, what yeah, else? I'm okay with that. That's fine. As long I as I, that, as long as I'm not I doing that it. Weird. Good. <laughs> I could do that. No problem. Depends. Can eat a live it really chicken. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Could and would though. That de- that depends. So basically, so Ray Tracer, uh, yes, because so the, the web writers here are looking at him. And they're going like, well, he's brave," you know. And the other one's kind of going, "Well, I never got used to them either," because Bob had just finished explaining that they wriggle all the way down as you swallow them. And so yeah, they're just watching and. Uh, Amused as Ray Tracer is holding one of these over his face, and he's so know. nobody likes them. This isn't yeah. like a, yeah. a thing that web yeah. writers. It's, like it's not like something you, you got to get used to. It's yeah. yeah, you don't want to eat them, but you have to for like protein and the survival and not dying. Exactly. Really exactly. This is like a drunk this. game, basically. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's a dare. man, I I bet you can't like eat this like live slug as it like wiggle wriggles all the way down your throat don't eat don't eat yeah. slugs Do by the way slugs anybody Deep like up. listening they're, they're no. full of parasites yeah you, you can fucking die <laughs> don't yeah. don't eat slugs <laughs> neocal has a story <laughs> no no um, <laughs> just something i learned um reading horror stories about okay on reddit <laughs> all right reddit people actually getting like like parasites that affected their nervous system so Blimey. don't eat slugs. Do not eat slugs. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of, so he's dead. Have experience. Ray, Ray <laughs> Tracer's uh, fucking dead. Ray Tracer downs it and he's all like, ah, and then he's like, ah, and then he falls to the table. And everyone's just like, they, they all freeze and they're like, oh, he's dead. Look what they've done. And he's faking. Mm-hmm. Or he yeah. passed out for a second. I don't know. It's probably unclear. dead. I mean, I'd 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 be a little shocked if something if I felt that. Yeah, the Rick web writers are like, "You're a warrior. You have honor." Yeah. And I'm like, "That is what gives him honor, not the fact he was out in the web fighting you guys like yesterday." Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then yeah. uh, so he slaps him on the back. He's like, "Hey!" And it was right as Enzo comes through the door to join the party they slam into each other and then they slam into each other. And this is an interesting scene because I'm kind of torn on this because Enzo reacts in such a way that makes him pull a gun on Ray Tracer because, you know, it's kind of an unexpected thing that happens and Enzo has got some serious PC PTSD going on um, in theory. And the and... web writers that were talking to him come <clears throat> to defuse the situation. Yeah. And then I guess Enzo feels threatened or cornered or something. And so then he points the gun at them. Uh And uh, then Bob, you know, tells him, dude, calm down. Put the gun away. You know, what's wrong with you? Um, uh, And I talks to him. Yeah. Like, young man. Put the. Yeah. And he addresses him as Enzo, Enzo, not Matrix. Yeah. 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 Which is really interesting because that's like 
kind of his Everybody's dad, you know, being really nice to him, mm-hmm. even though he's continuously still abrasive. Right. Yeah. And the, and it goes back to the last time that they saw each other. He was little Enzo was still Enzo in mm-hmm. his eyes. Well, cause when he apologized, he was just like, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Like he kind of saw that come back into his face, you know, where he was felt ashamed of himself. Yeah. I love but, Bob's look at 537 is like, dude, you got the yeah. narrowed eyes. It's like, what the fuck? Sad yeah. Enzo music as he leaves. Yes. <laughs> do, it, do, do, do. And the, it's the descent of the bassoon. Yeah, I caught that too. And then Andrea tells Bob to go talk to Matrix. And then next scene. The, the subtle head nod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Bob's expression is just like, me? Okay. I'm going to go do this. What do you guys think of that? You guys think that's for another forced Enzo moment? I don't, I don't think I it's don't very think forced. So. No. I think it's a natural reaction that Enzo just typically has. Well, it's yeah. like it's like oh, we were yeah. just talking about. It's like we were just talking about on the deck where they're staring into the <laughs> mid windows of of the web. It's like this is the first time in a while they haven't been being attacked by something. You know, they haven't been chased by something. They haven't had <laughs> to be somewhere to defend something. And so, you know, there's still that guard that's up. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's very right. yeah. So we kind of see that we're they're, they're finally in a position where they can relax a little bit and be, mm-hmm. and then this happens, and a little thing can set them off. You know, you never know. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. psychologically, it also just shows us like it's okay to not be okay because we know that Matrix yeah. is not okay, <laughs> no oh. matter how. Yeah, I kind of. No matter what the persona is or the wall that he shows the public, it's like he's still not okay. Yeah. Kind of feel for it's him. We've all been there. Yeah. So. I, I like Enzo more rewatching this mm-hmm. lately. When I was a kid, I hated anything except Enzo being like a badass. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, shoot people. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, he's a barbarian in this episode. And he's so, oh, I want to see him in more games. And now that I'm watching it as an mm-hmm. adult, and I'm like, I did not realize they developed. Um, his character. Say, like I like it. I like he never it really stops developing. You know, from the point when he becomes a guardian to the to this point now. And beyond. as adults, we we understand emotional nuance a little bit uh, more than we did when yeah. we were, you know, twelve. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. The talk between uh, Bob and. And Matrix. I love this. This was a great. This is a great scene right here. Definitely, like this is their mm-hmm. first like private conversation since, of course, about World Wars. I know mm-hmm. it's so. It must be weird, yeah. For both of them. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I was waiting for Bob. Matrix I was waiting for Bob to address him and be like, "Holy, sh- so you're a little bit bigger, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, like. Holy shit, now, you've huh? been taking your vitamins there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you've been eating your Wheaties there, Junior. Yeah. So yeah, all Matrix wanted wanted to do was make Rob proud, and he feels like he totally blew it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and where uh, the, the one guy that he wants to impress, the one person that he wants to do right by, mm-hmm. now he's just like, shit, like, like maybe yeah. he's not 
I'm all impressed. Because even in the conversation with Matrix and Andrea on the deck previous, he says, well, he was, then he backtracks and he says, is my hero. He still has Mm -hmm. that respect for him. Yeah. And now he's he's trying to apologize to Bob and he's like, I I don't know what I've become. Mm. And And Bob's just like, you yeah, survived the games. You brought the crew together. You rescued me. I am proud of you, Enzo. Which I like that. Yeah, yeah. that was actually very touching. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting three seasons to hear that from Bob. <laughs> Goddamn it! <laughs> right, because we we all remember little Enzo just running around as a little shit back in like yeah. season one, season two, and now it's like. And now he has a character. Yes. Yeah. Don't be so. He's being hard on himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now he he's... used to make excuses for what he's become, mm-hmm. but he's evolved to the point where he's sling, not slingshotted, like pendulum to the other way, and now he, he's just taking he's... full responsibility for it. Not mm-hmm. even. He's blaming himself. He's lamenting or whatever. I that he needs too. to find a middle ground where he needs to acknowledge the good and the well, the bad and move on. Once again, he's with somebody that he can talk to you know um there was like you know he was always being cool with dot you know he was always just, oh yeah says, i'll be fine whatever with bob it's always been that kind of big brother-esque bond you know like where they can really open up mm-hmm. and in this scene right here where enzo is just kind of like he's not gonna talk to dot too much about uh, supposedly uh, talks about too much about like what he w- what he did in the games or how he survived. Well, with mm-hmm. with Bob, he just comes right out and he just says, you know, I've done stuff, like yeah. questionable stuff, in mm-hmm. order to serve, you know. But without even finishing, Bob just says, "You did what you had to do. I understand. You know, here we are. I get yeah. it." It's it's a very mature Bob moment because we know Bob as you know the fly by the seat of the pants, make shit up on the fly kind of guy. Very different. But this Mm -hmm. is a very mature phrase. It's like we've all changed, we've all grown, and now it's time to fight back. And he's very level headed about it. I really like Matrix and Bob in this like moment. I don't know what the the show turns into like too much or whatever, but like they're so different, but it feels so so organic that (laughs) man, I'm. I'm really liking like this, like calm, a little bit wiser, like Bob and like renegade, like Enzo, and I'm like pretty fucking stoked for them to go back and kick ass and take names. It's it's pretty great, you know. Again, it's not like Bob's talking to a kid. When Bob's talking to a kid, it was different. When Bob is talking to like this guy, this man, now he's just, mm-hmm. you know, he's it's totally different, and it's it's gonna get better from here. I appreciate the, the the parallels of these characters essentially like growing older and slightly wiser while the audience is doing the same. Mm-hmm. I felt like when this show aged up, <laughs> yeah. when Enzo like became Matrix, was perfect timing for me. Same, yeah. Because it was like, like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> He's got a gun and he doesn't afraid of anything. So like when, when Reboot first premiered, like I was nine. And mm-hmm. like when this season was airing, I was 12. So like this kind of shit was great for me at that age. Yeah. yeah. He's got a tattoo and a gun and a gold eye and a hot bitch. He's got everything. <laughs> <laughs> got a fucking pirate ship. 
in space. That's pretty fucking metal. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Covered in he dead web creatures. For a belt. <laughs> Shielding themselves with dead things. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have a dog. Yeah, I still got the dog. Got a dog, and the dog is a spiked collar. Surprise, Frisket didn't turn into a fucking Rottweiler in the web. <laughs> oh, like web mutate or something? Yeah. Or sorry, in the games, I meant. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he didn't the, change uh, at all. He no. he changed um colors. He changed um what was it like into like a a Doberman colors during the um Evil Dead. Yeah. Game. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He looked exactly the same. He just turned black and brown. Hellhound, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have that figure. You know, of the right? of the Hellhound pr- frisket, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. A guardian, a what is it? A lost guardian and a renegade. And a renegade. And not a key tool between not them. A key tool between. Them. Yeah. I I do always find it really funny when Matrix refers to himself as a renegade. It's <laughs> it's funny. It's comical to yeah. me. Yeah. It's like a person referring to themselves as a badass. Yeah. Like, like walking saying, into a room and be like, I'm a badass. You're doing it unironically. Like you got America's badass here. <laughs> Riding Watch. down the ring, riding down the the ramp to the ring on on a it motorcycle. It would be like the Undertaker referring to himself as the American badass. Yeah, which he did. Which he did. Promos. It's like going around saying, "I'm so punk." <laughs> oh, I hate. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know punk. Not punk. I'm punk. You know it's not punk. Saying you're punk. S- saying you're punk. It's like yeah. when you try to yeah. tell other people your nickname. When you meet a new gr- group of people or whatever, oh, people just call me. Yeah, this. Just call no, me no, this. no, no. We give you a nickname. You yeah. don't give yourself a nickname. Yeah. yeah. Unless your name's Hardboat. <laughs> <laughs> My name says. Uh, so, Cal, back when we worked at Blockbuster, there was a uh, um, a colleague of ours that I always found to be kind of a amusing individual. Actually, there were a couple. Uh, co-workers of ours that I found quite amusing. But this one in particular, I remember one specific instance where she was like, she was like, yeah, so I played like Little Big Planet for like two hours straight the other day. I'm such a geek, hey? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Is this the young uh, one? Yeah. No, fuck it. I'm gonna say I... her name. No, this was actually Apriel. Uh huh. This was this wasn't Kimbo. This was Apriel. I'm I'm surprised <laughs> she she said that. I'm such a geek, huh? Because you played like a a casual console game for two hours. Yeah. I love them. Well, and that's that. the thing. Like at the time, I was like, "Wow, really? <laughs> You're such a geek, eh?" You should have been like, "Yeah, you." You fucking nerd. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Don't even talk to me anymore. Unless it's Counter-Strike Source and nothing else, you're basically a filthy casual. Yeah, so I'm not... how did that go? I, I'm not even, like, trying to gatekeep or anything like that. It's no. just, like... And, like, 
one of the reasons why I found it so funny was because like that day in particular, like she kept saying things and being like, I'm such a geek. Hey, <laughs> afterward, it was, yeah, it, it was strange. Anyway, <laughs> Lord of the Rings is like my favorite movies. Like I'm such a nerd. Like, I, I'm, I'm so <laughs> random. Like I'm, I'm just so <laughs> random. Like that's one thing you'll learn about me. Like as soon as like, like anybody that like meets me, like after an hour or whatever, they're like, "Oh my god, this person's so random." That's me. <laughs> did you ever go to the to high school? Eh, we're all around the same. Did Did you ever <laughs> encounter the the girl the the I'm so random girls? Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Chris Chris Delia, the comedian, does a whole like bit on that how drunk girls just call themselves random. Or like they'll take the the something that's completely not random at all, and they'll just call it random. The sun is shining today. That's so random. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. It's like just, what Enzo does in this show. rubs me a, in a way I do not approve of. Yeah, <laughs> that I do not approve of. Yes, you have disappointed <laughs> Father Snidmer. <laughs> <laughs> you have insulted my sensibilities, good sir. I Therefore, I demand duel. satisfaction. <laughs> um, where are we right now? We forgot we are... that there's somebody called Damon. Yes. And the yes. only other the time thing. that we talked about Damon was back in um, the episode with no name. When Turbo comes around, he is just like, yep. Damon, here's the thing. Listen here. Thing, so. It's on my head yeah. and on here. Mm-hmm. Icon. Not my boob. Well, yeah, yeah I guess when, I guess Bob when Daddy Chalk showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, son. I've been in the game a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to dealing with bad guys, well, I'm usually mostly useless. Mm-hmm. But you, you're a renegade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you let's got- let's now go into battle, and Bob's just like, "Are you ready?" Let's go. And they start Let's walking back this. towards the party. And Enzo says, Bob, it's good to see you again. Yes. And then Bob replies, never got to say it because he was so afraid to say it. And I kind of liked yeah. how that conversation ended. Definitely. Bob and then Bob, Bob says, it's good to see you too, Matrix. And he accepts the changes that Matrix has gone through, including his new moniker. So... Yeah. And you can see it on Enzo's face, not just in his face, but the musical motif as well. Because we go back to a major key with the reboot oh, motif. That, 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 yeah. I kind of expected. I, I kind of expected oh, Enzo to follow oh, up, follow that up with, like being like, actually, Bob, call me Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> bum 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 bum. Mm-hmm. I kind of expected that too. Like he's like, you know what? I'm okay with Enzo, but just you though. Only you can call me. <laughs> only <Enzo>. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Anyway, so, tear in sight, Captain. They find a tear. So, is this the first tear we've seen in the web? Yes. So they do they naturally pop up here or there? I assume so. I guess because it's very unstable. I don't know. Supposedly. I had someone in a YouTube comment on one of these podcasts that we do. 
uh, explained to me a while back that tears are the result of games destabilizing the system. So it's um, like, okay, so why are there tears out in the web then? No, that, the web? that can be true. There's a lot more tears in systems that have lost a lot of games, and it can become so problematic that the whole system is a bit. Remember, um, icons. in this arc, icons, thank you. Mm-hmm. One more lost game, and remember how small the city had gotten? It was almost like it was mainframe, but it lost its outer layers. Yeah. yeah. And it was just the principal office and like a few blocks extra. Right. Is anybody and, else? Sorry, go on. Yeah, sorry. And they were like, oh, if we lose one more, the system will destabilize, right? I don't think they're just caused by games destabilizing the system, though. We've talked about this already, but the milkshake yeah. machine exploded in in Dodd's Diner. So yeah. clearly that's wrong. It, it, clearly it's damage of something. No, wrong with it, Aiden. I think you and I have the same idea. I was gonna say, like it's just it's it's a tear. It's it's damage. There's something's damaged, something's unstable, something something becomes overloaded, something yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then it just yeah. goes boom. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. Something becomes destabilized. So the milkshake machine, <laughs> I don't actually know if that's that's what it was, but the milkshake machine, right? That's globular, part of the yeah. system, a small part of the system, mm-hmm. but part of the system that became destabilized because the machine blew up. Yeah. Right. And remember, they're like freaking out and they like opened the door and it, <laughs> they ushered it out. It was small enough that they could try to like hit it with a frying pan or they didn't really know how to how to deal yeah. with it. And then the long story ones. short, it's nebulous. What yeah. actually causes tears? Yeah, yeah, they're a thing. Nobody else noticed the. They are a plot mm-hmm. device in this series. Twenty-five plus year old show for children. They can hide. They can hide in boxes <laughs> shaped like D12s. Remember, um, Bob goes scanning for one in the basement. Yep. Uh, and... Episode two. And there's just one hiding in a, in a like a, a crate, mm-hmm. like a box. Mm. So are they and sentient then? It. I don't know why it, it was, was trying to box. like solid snake its way, like in a cardboard box. <laughs> you know, we didn't really question that, did we? We just kind no, of we didn't at the time. On. There's a tanner. Good. They can hide yeah. in boxes and milkshake machines. I don't know why I found this so funny, but did anybody else notice the uh, the businessman frozen in an energon cube? Yeah, I just noticed that. Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? I have no idea. Looks like somebody they kidnapped from mainframe or something back in season one. But <laughs> but yeah, he's just kind of there. Oh, and yeah, that's it. That's all I saw. That's, I thought it was funny. Yeah, what's do we know who that? I'm trying it to look. Think... What's is your time? Scale? It, it kind of looks like uh, Hugh. Hugh Branch. What's the time? What's the time? Oh, it's at seven fifty-five ish. Seven fifty onwards, and he's to the left of the vid window. Yeah. Um, right when the line we're approaching the web oh, yep. address. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's Hugh Branch. Yeah. Is it? Have they been back to mainframe since? No, uh, he has a tie. Yeah. So did Hugh Branch. He had a three-piece suit. Hugh Branch. And a tie. He also has a hat. Oh yes, I see that. Oh, because it looks like a. Oh wait, hold on. Is that a hat? It looks like yeah, a hat yeah. piece falling off. Looks like his toupee is falling off or something. 
<laughs> oh, funny things. He doesn't have hair. Hmm. 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 Ah. Hmm. I'm gonna say yeah. yes because I can't think of anyone else. Yeah. Weird. Why is he here? Oh well. <laughs> it is it part is of the bounty that we have they... something to do with what we'll find out in season four. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be explained. Easter eggs. So something happens to the ship, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Mr. Andrew, status. We've triggered some sort of energy trap. They get attacked then, by pixels. Glowing little bits of energy. Uh, not A yet. fucking swarm not, not of yet. Tinkerbells. Not... <laughs> the Disney World light show. Not quite. Like, there, there's yeah. lightning? Yes, oh, we, get, we right. do the lightning part first. And yeah, Matrix they think it's the Guardians. The yeah, and Bob's like, I don't think so. This isn't the work of the Guardians. It's not their style. Yeah, yeah they like blowing shit up. Uh, listeners, in the interest of uh, full disclosure, I barely watched this episode. <laughs> so, uh, I'm kind of going into it, like, semi-blind. I did watch is... it. I did watch it earlier today, but I was in the midst of doing other things, so I was kind of only half paying attention. The tear yeah. um, is kind of reflective, almost mm. like it's a portal, but it's, like, yeah. got energy coming out of it. Yeah. Never really seen anything like this. And indeed, the lightning straight up just targets the ship and like blasts it like an energy weapon. Oh, yeah. And it's just like running along the the web shields. Yeah, it's Mm. tearing it apart. Um, We later find out what this is. Tearing it apart, Lisa. Why do they. Um, okay, <laughs> and I we should just we should just I, fucking gotta... cover that movie <laughs> on something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so I don't uh, even so, know what. Sorry, so they're being attacked by this thing, and it's this lightning, as we said, that is attacking the ship, and it's starting to tear things apart. And they're all like, "Oh, the shields are overloading, sir!" And so they shut down the ship. Yep, throw the east off. them a little bit of sound, a little bit of time. I was going to ask and... you when he says power down all the systems and take the ship offline, why? It's probably for the energy of the ship not to attract more lightning bolts. Well, that, can, that, that, that was my thinking too. Yeah, because mm, if, it can, gotcha. if, it can, if those dark. lightning bolts can sense the ship, taking it offline will cut that power. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a Star Trunk thing where they were like, divert all energy from shields and thrusters. I'm giving or... it all she's got, Captain. Well, Andrea <laughs> pulls a, I'm giving it all she's got, Captain, a little bit. Yes, that's later. right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Our prime directive. Um, and then Matrix is using his eyeball to see outside of the shielding. And yeah, he says, how? it's getting worse out there. Increasing that's new. Yeah. It reminds me of bullet vision. <laughs> of of bullet time. Remember when he stuck his gun out yeah. of the, like the, oh, the yeah, shell yeah, yeah. shot and he could like see where his shots were going? Yeah. yeah, it's like super eyeball. And then when one of them hit them, he kind of like went back and I was like, that's new. Mm-hmm. Him just being able to 
That's uh, like what Nikita that Missiles <laughs> in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> That's like the seventh time I've referenced Nikita <laughs> Missiles on Lasercomb. <laughs> so we find uh, out that this well, you is... fire and press triangle, and like the camera like goes to like a point of view shot of what the missile is seeing. It's just it's, science. It's a solid reference. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this eye is OP. It can see through solid walls. It can auto-target things. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice piece of technology. Once he's connected yeah, to maybe. Wi-Fi, he could probably like order Domino's. <laughs> on a whim. <laughs> he's like, Amir's making my pizza at four four twenty two. Hi, targeting. <laughs> I used to think that um, Domino's tracking thing on the website, yeah. you know how yeah. you can like do your online order. Oh, um, yeah. was BS, and then I, I saw a name that was something like I, I looked it up, and it was like Syrian or something like that, and it was like a really long, like, unpronounceable like name, and I'm like, okay. There, there's no way that's that's like real or whatever, and I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to change it from take the meat off and, and put this on it. So I manually, like, called or whatever, and the guy picked up, and he's like, hello, and then he, like, blah, blah, Said blah, talking. Name. Because oh I was like, God, oh, hey, sorry. And I was like, oh, hey, sorry. I, I don't know who's like working on the pizza, but I forgot to take off the meat. Can you? And he's all like, uh. And then I could hear him like yell because he was like, hello, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, and then he said his name. And I was like, those are re- that's real, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> there was that. one dude. There was one dude like back in like the mid 2010s, like around the shortly after like the Domino's pizza tracker like first got introduced Mm -hmm. uh there were there was a dude who worked at like the the Esquimalt Domino's I can't even remember what the dude's name is now but like this guy was legendary he amongst me and like my small like circle of friends like we always got excited whenever the pizza tracker was like, oh, your pizza is being prepared by this guy because we're like, oh, shit. Like, this guy makes the best fucking Domino's pizzas. Nice. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how to, to, to speak on that, right? You're like, oh, come on. And then you start to learn that person's schedule. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, remember when we ordered Thursday? Like, Steve wasn't working then. But yeah. like, Friday, Saturday... He doesn't start until like six, and you start to learn your favorite people's like schedule. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Subway guy, right? Yeah. The way that the sandwiches are made at Subway completely matters. Holy shit! When they just lazily slop everything on, you know the people that they cut it while mm-hmm. it's open, and then the way they close it is while they're wrapping it up. Yeah. Fuck off with that. But the people that like press it down with the knife. Right, mm-hmm. then fold it tight, grasp it, and then cut it in half before they wrap yeah. it up. Man, it, the way you fucking make subway sandwiches changes <laughs> the experience entirely. And once yeah. I found a guy that was like ten out of ten, I if I'd like peek my head in and I'd go, "Hey, is uh, is Ron stoppable like working?" And they'd be like, "Ron, Ron stoppable." <laughs> they'd be like, "Ron," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's just." St- that that's his like online handle. <laughs> um, I'd be like, is Ron stoppable working? And they'd be like, oh no, he doesn't start till whatever. I could wait. 
<laughs> I just go in and like wait twenty minutes. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you're can just we, like can we get you anything?" I'm like, "I don't think so." You know who I never did? You know who I never pitched a sandwich. <laughs> What's that? What? Do you know who I bet never biffs a sandwich? Who? The cook on the saucy mare. Yeah. He takes his job One. seriously. Oh, uh, very, very seriously. <laughs> Dedication. He's, he's peeling potatoes. Is oh, yeah, he actually John Silver in hiding, though? <laughs> oh, possibly. Carrying the the <laughs> hidden uh, map of the, the Spanish oh, Urcas uh, <laughs> sail route. I really hope Captain so. Flint. I, I I bet. Apparently, they actually did that exchange down here in Savannah at the Pirates' House. Ah. Mm. Fun cool. fact: Savannah, Georgia, is a huge port city, big place for pirates back in the 1700s. So there's a lot of pirate it. lore in my town. That's nice. Too mm -hmm. awesome. I yeah. was just referencing black sails. Yeah, well, I know. But you're also referencing. Um, Almost every like pi pirate lore, right? Like you're also referencing the the tale of yep. uh, uh, what's this full pirate name? Just escaped by what, Long John Silver. Um, well, he's a character from Treasure Island, and Black Sails. Island. Black Sails is straight up like it Parallel takes a, it takes lore from Treasure Island and also like actual real world. Real world pirates like uh, see Blackbeard and like um, uh, Anne Bonny, etc., etc. I love it's that great show. the mix of reality and fantasy. I actually it, thought you were almost referencing basically, Treasure Island. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> Treasure <laughs> Island Year One with Kermit the Frog and Tim Curry. Fuck yes, <laughs> so good. Holds up, by the way. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. my partner and I watched it like a month ago, and we were like, "This is great." Sweet, I guess like a year ago. Yeah. Um, part of me kind of wanted them to start system hopping, and have like a pirate saga. That'd be so right. Cool. Like, wouldn't that be that be kind of cool? Yeah. Yeah. But like, they're they're liberating towns from the guardians, so like they're not just being evil pirates. They're showing up. They're kicking the guardians out. Right, and then moving on, I kind of wanted a pirate, like like arc saga, but, yeah, yeah, for something. That Sweet. I thought that would have been cool, yeah. Seven samurai type shit. <laughs> there we go. Or yeah, they they get to a um, um, they get to a a town, right? And they're like, oh, the guardians are coming. We thought you were the guardians, and then they set up and like prepare a defense for the town. Yeah, exactly. That would have been great. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the Western version of Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. Great yeah. movie. Great fucking movie. The yeah, remake, both. whatever. Both. Completely. <laughs> the the remake of it that came out a few years ago that had like I don't know, uh Chris Pratt and other people in it. I forgot it. Completely forgettable. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. Like, you forgot it. You all forgot it existed. Uh, but the, the original Magnificent Seven starring Yul Brenner from like 1963, I think. Great fucking movie. Great holds movie. up. Holds up. Samurai. Both hold up. Well, it, it does. Yeah, yeah. And Magnificent Seven was, a re was an Americanized remake of The Seven Samurai. Yeah, the Western that, 
spaghetti that, westerns are based on yeah yeah and it's film. interesting too because like that whole trope that's become like a trope in the ensuing decades of like basically a bunch of uh, like a ragtag group of characters coming into a situation reluctantly to defend it like that got started with the seven samurai it's one of and my that, favorite like action story kind of of moment. yeah 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 it's a great setup that's why it became a trope because it's yeah. such a great setup Oh, now I want that. I want that hidden <laughs> episode of Reboot where they go to a system and protect it from the Guardians. That's that'll be our fanfic for this for this yeah. series. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, explain... what's going on? Sorry, guys. So yeah. So, Sniddler, explain how they're caught in a trap. I don't. Uh, I don't really they... get it. We're like rats <clears throat> in a cage, and what's outside of the cage? Douchebags. 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 <laughs> it was a Metalocalypse reference. Yeah. Douchebags. I forgot about that. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, he's... sorry, Sindler. Oh, that's away. okay. Um, we soon find out. I don't know if we've already been through this. Have we been through this? Have we found out that this is actually the trap that Mouse set? We're two they, seconds away they, from Bob. They speculate. Game. Yeah. Because speculate. Um, yeah. Uh, we're like rats caught in a trap. And then he's going, no. This is what Mouse did because when Bob was shot up into the web, Mouse scrambled the code. Mouse trap. <laughs> it's, it's not a rat <laughs> trap. It's a mouse trap. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's attacking the ship. And so um, they get the idea to. Well, their systems fried basically. Well, no, they shut down. Sorry, I'm all mixed up. They shut down everything to the the shields stay up and they stay protected obviously they then ha well ray tracer says maybe we should get out and push this is bad you know? very yeah. bad yeah I forgot it's about like that. we might have stood a chance against <laughs> yeah. the guardians but the mouse the mouse is really fucking good <laughs> yeah so this i forgot is... about that sorry i totally bit that one <laughs> sniddler there mouse is really fucking good <sighs> 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 Sorry. Yes. I snoo snoo. <laughs> Thighs that can crush a watermelon. Uh, I mean, she probably Isn't that the goal? If only it was my watermelon. Yourself a woman who can crush a watermelon between her thighs or head. I've met him. No. Um, oh, I see we have to. No, but I want to hear that suddenly. <laughs> so. Quick, quick shout out to like the end of season two mm. when um, Megabyte tricked Dot. Well, yes and no, but let mate, uh, sorry, Mouse um, set up the systems. And she had said, oh, nobody, nothing from the web will be able to like enter mainframe again. Yeah. It'll yeah. be like, good. Clever girl. So this is the result. Ooh. Her programming, creating these traps and making it so that yeah. impenetrable. It's, it, it's literally a two-factor authentication because there's two traps before you get to the tear. Yeah. 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 That's. <laughs> I like that. That's. You got it. It's two-factor authentication. 
<laughs> yep, yeah. they're 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 Which sending everybody a, hates. <laughs> they're sending a text message to a phone number, but it's actually a phone number that's like Bob and Enzo don't have anymore. So it's, like, it's like shit. <laughs> what do we do now? Password yep. reset. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> see you guys in two hours. <laughs> a Google representative will contact you within three to five <laughs> business days to reset sure. your account. I feel like Christopher has felt that pain. No, legit. That's, yeah, actually a thing that's happened. And spoilers, they never fucking actually contact you. I just ended up somehow remembering what my password was for this, like, Google account from, like, 15 years ago. Nice. Shiver me templates. The old girl can't take any more of this. Something like that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was basically it. Yeah. I missed all the screaming. They're <laughs> they're just hiding um, at this point. Mm-hmm. Without power, we're sitting ducks, gentlemen. Yeah. And then uh, what were you? Somebody mentioned surfer. I think it was the surfer. Uh, just said maybe we yeah. could get out and push. I think yeah, which is very funny. It's the power of the storm itself to propel ourselves forward. Yeah, and I was like, he—I don't think he was being serious, but capacitor is. Yeah, absolutely. Oh uh, no, I don't. I don't think Ray was being serious at all. Um, no. <laughs> facetious. Um, because when uh, capacitor says that, Ray's like. <laughs> like uh I, I would just like to point out that Capacitor's plan here actually makes them riders of the storm. True. Because you're literally riding <laughs> the wave. Yeah, yeah. We caught a charge, bro. <laughs> What's Matrix uh, doing now? I don't know. Some and then with, oh, Matrix, I need that. Oh, wait, was it that? Was this? I need that the eye. eye. I need the eye of yours. What are they doing? So, Help he, he me. Kind of, What's happening? I, I guess he's 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 looking. I didn't quite get what happened here, but it looks like he's looking for another strike, another uh, bolt of lightning, another charge. This is coming from behind them in the web, though. Yeah. yeah. He's using his eye to sense where it is and then to kind of oh, line up. Oh, and the ship's moving. Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. I got you but now. The ship's it, moving. And then he's like, wait for it, wait for it. And wait when they have the back to an approaching storm, then they the shoot sails. out the sails. Yep. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yep. And then once that lightning hit strikes in, in the music, because I'm just a music nerd, um, you get the main Saucy Mare theme that you hear this. way back in season one. Na, na, na. Except it's in triplets. Well, it was always in triplets. Mm, season one was 4-4. Four, four. You sure? Music oh, nerd! Oh, oh shit. shit. Stand off! <laughs> oh, time to throw down, folks. We, we, will have a, we, will do it, we will do an extended cut. Okay. Uh, in the red on, on the music of Reboot. Okay? Uh, in the I red trunks. A.P. Snidler! <laughs> <laughs> and in the opposite corner. His way to the ring. <laughs> He hails from Regina, Saskatchewan. <laughs> he insists that the song from Reboot was in 4-4 time. He is the one and in only season one. AP in season one. Snidler. <laughs> Bad. 
Sniddler said so. You're like you stand up on the turnbuckle and instead of like holding up fingers, you're just like four. <laughs> four. Four. Uh. So you think it's a simple meter. Okay. But can we uh, both agree that the instrumentation's in the French horns though? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay. Come together. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. The smell. Yeah. Oh, what the glitch <laughs> is cooking. <laughs> Damn. This is a whole. This is gonna be a whole episode with with you and I. You understand that, right? We're gonna do an extended music of reboot. Yes. Yeah, okay. And I get to be the the the, the ring and I get to be the Howard Finkel for that episode. Yeah, the ring announcer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, can you suspend? Can you bring your microphone down from the ceiling, Christopher? And... <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> um, if anybody else is a music nerd and is watching this or listening to this, um, give them what for? Who's right? Yeah. Hell. <laughs> That's right. I prom I promote healthy That's... competition. Okay. True. That is the way to really settle this. Like, I don't yeah. even take sides. I just want to see the gloves come off. Tweet at them. Yes, at them. Do at them. <laughs> AC Sniddler at Lady Glitch. Six I'm over nine. here. I'm over here. Okay, so anyway, after this, they're riding the wave on that lightning bolt. <laughs> Sales are overloading. By God, we'll read this wave all the way to mainframe. This blasted energy wave. Blasted By energy God, wave. The savage. Right. <laughs> okay. How did it wasn't that, my, wasn't that mm -hmm. my barbarian like persona? Yeah, yes. yeah. Like, or something, and I was like, "Bygar, <laughs> right, right, Bygar." Yeah. <laughs> it's my Conan, my my Conan Sona. Conan Sona. <laughs> uh, so their sails are ripping apart. Yep, yeah. but they catch enough energy to make it through that first trap. So now yeah. they're getting closer to the tear. But Ray Tracer gets knocked back, and he can't go through that trap. Okay. What's happening um, here? Yeah, I, I'm lost. Yeah, that, oh. that is, that no, is no, actually I'm with you. I just don't know what's not with them. Oh, wait, I jumped ahead. He I'm sorry. Ray couldn't make it through the trap. Um... Everyone else could. Because um, at some point he does. The power's down. They can't move. Energy sales burnt out. Backplane burnt out. Navcom, Navcom burnt, out. burnt out. The only way to make a profit after this voyage will be to have a fire, fire sale. sale. <laughs> That's the best fucking burn. That's the best line Mr. Christopher best has burn. ever oh, yeah. said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So Bob's asking. That's, um, that's a great burn there, but I'm tissed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, what the fuck's going on? Sorry, yeah. So, I don't so they're literally in the dark. 
Yep, and Bob's like, like hey, fix the ship. Do you have the schematics? Yeah, and they yeah. and they Enzo get it to him. Them. Enzo takes it. He's like, "Give oh. this to me, I architect." <laughs> and I'm like, "What, what are you going to do?" Man? schematic. And then Andrea like the Bob. just like whacks him one, and then Bob. I know, I love that. Like, hey, I love that. Hey, I, I like that. Um, Bob asks for really the schematics, fun. and Enzo takes them, opens it, looms over them, and then he's like, "Okay, Bob, what's the plan?" <laughs> <laughs> Bob's just like uh, worked with guys like um, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've worked yeah. with guys that are all like, oh, and they kind of like butt in, they do it, and they're like, okay, so like what are we doing? And I'm like, why are you taking charge of the, the project when you like barely know what we're doing? And what I like about this quick exchange between Bob and Andrea is that Bob turns to Andrea and is like, Hey Andrea, can you get us back online? So it's like he trusts her intellect and her smarts and her knowledge about I guess repairing shit and you know mechanics and stuff. I Already, the... he's only he only first met her like what like a couple hours ago? ago. I misread yeah. the situation. <laughs> he's like, okay, Bob, what are we gonna do? He's taller than Bob. Yeah. And Bob's like trying to like look yeah. over his shoulder. <laughs> he's not trying to be a dick about it and like take charge. He's he just yeah. can't like, see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I I misread that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Yep. So they're reading yeah. the schematics. Yeah, since when did Andrea become a mechanic? I think maybe it's something that she's always inherently had, but she may yeah. have picked up skills along the way. Games. Rebooting. Games, right, and their ability to do shit. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps we're just introducing a uh, new character trait on the fly. Yes. Almost like they've never mentioned it before until it's I've convenient. Always, I've always kind yeah. of run on the assumption that she's a game sprite and she knows more about the program and stuff in it than most Which, most. Good other thing sprites. they're in a the game now. What would they do with without yeah, right? her? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, oh, mainframe gonna mainframe. Yeah, mainframe gonna mainframe. So, Framer's gonna frame. All I gotta say. Framer's gonna frame. Yeah. And then it burns up. Yeah, like what's going yeah. on? They ask for a light. Like, it's so dark. He's like Aziz light. Yeah, he yells Aziz light, uh, and there's light, but then it it eats up the schematics. Like, mm. uh, what's going this on? This is where the pixels show up. Yep. Right. It, yeah, it literally yeah. looks like a Disney World light show. It's all pretty. Kind of, but kind it's pretty. I like that uh, capacitor screams by the code. Is there no end to this web madness? Heck yeah, that made me well, laugh earlier too. Because yeah. I was kind of thinking that at that moment, I'm like, like where, I'm like yeah. what, like what the fuck else are, is like going to just like randomly show up as a problem in the web? Like, yeah, like come <laughs> on, like again, yeah. So and it's like okay, of... so the web itself will degrade matter, so they needed to coat themselves in the flesh of dead web creatures to protect themselves against that. Mm -hmm. So, all Makes right. Sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. Looks cool. Um, but now it's like, okay, so we have like a swarm of like flying Tinkerbells that can also <laughs> eat through web creature flesh as well. Destructive pixie dust. That's yeah. what I was wondering. It can eat through anything, which makes it more, pow more powerful than that giant laser. Yeah. 
and more powerful than like energy weapon blasts from the web riders. Yeah. Mm. So they don't seem to be hurting any of the individuals though. But they're chasing them around no. though. So it's kind of like null seeking out energy. Okay, so it's not necessarily yeah. that they're consciously attacking the ship, but they're just going towards energy. Yeah. It's possible. They like are parasitic. Yeah, and then they start chasing the crewmates around as well. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Then hmm. you got the cook there just diligently peeling <laughs> potatoes. They're flying the around dark. him. And he's just going nuts. So I like that they can't open the um the giant like door, which they've had to repair like twice now, I swear. <laughs> um the giant door because it has one of those uh what are those called? Ranks. You'd think I'd play enough like Metal Gear Solid uh, to know what those giant like navy wheels port doors. The, I'd the, call those it a wheel lock. Yeah, yeah the, the wheel lock. You just got a mash triangle. Okay. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you do it every time. Um and they're like, oh, we need some brute force. Matrix. <laughs> Stand back. Somebody say brute force. And then Bula comes up and she's like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they call for Bula? My God. Right? Not enough Bula. <laughs> no. Yeah, but uh, Matrix like manhandles this door open. I'm useful, finally. He on his hands. He does the whole like. Yeah. I like that he uh, opens it up and then everyone immediately starts to get sucked out. I've never <laughs> understood the point of doing that. I I guess they're trying to eject all the pixels. Doing what? No. Spitting on your hands before doing Have something. Have you ever um like gone across the monkey bars or like um um like uh done any weights or <laughs> anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um you you shred your hands. Yeah. Right? And so not only does that add some grip if your hands are like sweaty, on the other hand, it stops, it adds less friction so that if you are doing something like that or going hand over hand, that you're not like ripping apart your hands. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're supposed to use powder. <laughs> yeah. Some kind yeah. of rosin or starch. Flour. But he didn't have powder, so and it's Shock. just it's but just a symbolic a thing. <laughs> in a pinch, spit will do for many things. Tying <laughs> your shoes, opening doors. That one scene in Brokeback Mountain that suddenly <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm glad you went there. <laughs> yeah, no. Feel when you go to that movie and you have no idea what it's about. Well, true story, spit lube. True, true story, by the way. So, because when that scene comes on, it's like it's very sudden and right in your face, and I was like, "Oh, I, oh, this is okay, a so movie." <laughs> I I've only seen that movie once. I like it. <laughs> um, I saw it once, like back when it first came out on DVD. I thought them like fucking in the tent for the first time, like came just out of nowhere. I. Th I was yeah, like, oh, too. okay, like, these are just, like, two dudes. And I say this as, like, a bisexual dude. I'm like, I, I found, That's like, what I mean. in the movie, I'm like, I'm like, okay, they're just, like, a couple dudes who are, like, you know, a couple of cowboys who are, like, get, like, 
getting on as friends, like they're they're palling around, and then all of a sudden they just start like fucking in a tent. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, from zero to one hundred in two seconds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was okay with it, and it ended up being yeah, a yeah. sad, heartfelt, meaningful like movie. But yeah. it was just like, yeah, here we are. We're just like cowboys, like you know, we we're letting down our guard. We're becoming fr- boom, <laughs> spitting on boom. the hand, butt, butt sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're not talking about <laughs> the butt sex here. I like that one of the web writers before they leave. I'm not sure why they're leaving. By the way. It's because Bob told um, them to take the fight outside to distract yeah. the pixels from eating the rest well, of the, the ship. Uh, one of them stops holding up his gun and in like that screeching sound says, you act with honor. There's hope for you yet, warrior. warrior. I'm like, you, you guys are really judgmental for knowing him for like a day. <laughs> yeah. But I like uh, to think that Matrix has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I guess like no one can like, hear what he's saying. You too, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, bye. <laughs> and then Tracer also heads out, and he stops by Matrix, and he says, next time I want to pick a fight with you, talk me out of it. Yeah. Which I would have thought I like that. went without saying, even after the prison thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was pretty funny. Yep. So they all get it's out. It's a good goodbye. Cal, what'd you say? It's a, it's an interesting goodbye. You know, it's like they're rushed, but it's just kind of like a hey, that's his that's his way of saying goodbye, and off they go. Uh, and then they take out like UV light to get rid mm-hmm. of the COVID. It, it's they like pull a Trump and they just <laughs> scan fucking they're UV light. They're, yeah, they're, they're power washing it with like UV light, and that gets rid of the pixels. Yep. Makes me wonder why they didn't whip yeah. these guns out when they were inside the ship, but sunlight fights viruses. That's that, that's how that works. Apparently, it just works. Yeah. <laughs> Makes Our, me uh... wonder why they didn't go under the skin of the of the ship. And uh, I overheard at my work uh, a little while back a a certain cash manager whom I've witnessed wearing a Trump twenty twenty wristband IRL uh, actually said Canadians care about American politics that much. She's British, but um, even stranger. Right. Uh, I I overheard her saying very unironically that it has been scientifically proven that sunlight kills viruses. I actually have heard of that. Like Real talk. I don't know if anybody's. I haven't actually researched it myself, but I have heard that like there is a technology that involves something to do with UV rays. Was it but not? Like, but not, not drinking bleach or anything like that. It's not practical, <laughs> right? You can't cure COVID by shining, no, no. <laughs> like a light on them, or whatever. No, no. But Christopher, um, like ultraviolet and UV light does mm. break them down faster than if they were, say, like in the shade. Yeah. It's not practical, yeah. but I mean, uh, technically, they're they're right. Technically, it's a thing, but yeah, but it's not a yeah. 
it's not a practical uh, but like you practice. can't cure yourself by going into like a tanning salon and going mm. into one of the, the tanning beds right that's what i'm gonna do mm. next time i have a cold just lay down in a tanning booth yeah. <laughs> exactly by that like, time yeah. it's in you. let me do it i feel great i'm a living god it it does degrade it like faster but yeah. to, to what end right like right. if you were to catch it it's through droplets through other people's speech it's through touching doorknobs and then wiping your face right you're not gonna like shake hands with somebody go oh! that's technically and then reach outside yeah Ex exactly yeah and then reach outside <laughs> for 30 seconds put your hand in sunlight and go ah excellent <laughs> i'm I immune anyways <laughs> anyways what are we so talking about right now we're talking we're using about uv light to get rid of the, the pixels yeah. yeah, and I find, and then Ray Tracer goes by. He sprays the entire mare down with his own powers. It's like this protective jelly lube kind of thing that gets the rest of the pixels off. But it also charges the boat up, mm. so oh. all of the power comes back on. I thought it was only ten percent. Well, it is only ten percent, just yeah. a little bit. That's more than enough the to more get us back enough. to mainframe. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Where yeah. the hell? Captain, let's get this ship moving. Eep. And then Bob's like, I'm surprised Bob takes, it's out. Bob this takes is charge, yeah. yeah. Stabilize that tear. Let's get Captain. Captain, let's get moving. this podcast moving. Let's get the podcast moving, folks. Bada yes, boom. So. Protective lube jelly around the ship. Um, yep. Uh, Ray Tracer uses some energy to like help propel the ship. Right. Um, and then his, and then the his his loop barrier breaks and it kicks him back. So the, the web riders are trying to penetrate this this other orb with their weapons. But, but without protection. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. This is how I learned, kids. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> the web writers and the web writers uh, how to penetrate things with your weapon <laughs> sure and that too yeah and we get the shot of the web writers and uh ray tracer kind of just like giving up and they're like they, they can't get sorry through. guys wherever you're going you're on your own bye peace good luck bye bye, bye, -bye. so now the something boat's... about their nature being web possibly it's a typical i think it's a type of energy shield that they can't get through with the types of weaponry that they have like and if they, or, try, yeah, to, like, if they try to touch it they'll like die for whatever reason yeah. they can't get through no nope. yeah. bye bye the ship. yep and it's slowly making its way towards the tear if that tear is not stabilized everything on the mare is gonna go boom I like the capacitors like, oh, lads, we've gotten through worse scrapes than this. And no, uh, we I haven't. Guy is like, no, no, we, no, haven't. no we haven't. <laughs> and I like that Bob. What we need is a plan. I like that Bob acknowledges, though. He's like, I always liked to fly by the seat of my pants and leave the planning to dot. Oh. And then and he gets see sad. in his face, like, he misses her. And it's like, oh. Mm. I like Enzo's idea. I say we ram it. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> Build ourselves up to ramming speed. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just like okay. Um, where that's the, uh, the the Viking just... method right there. Yeah. Battering ram. Yeah, take us around the tear and build us up to speed. But Bob, of course, is thinking logically about it. Mm. But Matrix is like, I got this one covered. It's like, dude, calm down. And Bob's like, no, Andrea's right. It's like, yeah. So basically, if they have anything on them that's from the web, that's why they're being attacked to begin with. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, mouse is trapped so, in And that was the big eureka moment for Bob. Mm -hmm. Going like, okay, just be basic. Yeah, we we're covered in dead web creatures. Of course, they're going to be attacking us. Mm -hmm. You know, Captain so Jack, you to, on the shields. I'm asking you to trust me. One more yeah. time. Oh, I love that quote. Look, you trust it's me. The when code will devolve. One more time. Yeah. and you can hear that angry crescendo in his voice. It's like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I've been in the web for a while. Yeah, they won't devolve. And there's still that no quickly. mouse. Yeah. Yeah. By the code, mm. we'll devolve. By the code. Bob's been um, here years. They'll be fine. <laughs> he's been here for minutes. <laughs> so many minutes. Whole minute, maybe even hours. <gasps> maybe even yeah. a whole second. <laughs> yeah, but Matrix does remind him that without the surfer, there's no portal. And then Bob's uh, like, oh, I know, I know. And then, and then, and then we see something that we've only seen earlier in this series and this uh, season. Bob's we see glitch, kind of like, can this look a little thing? Yeah. Talks to him. And then they have, then then they have a conversation. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So glitch is sentient. Yeah. We. I, I think when Turbo. This, was there it like reacted to turbos? Yeah, yeah it's been alluded to before. But yeah, yeah. yeah. tools can I, talk to I, each I other, thought... but they can also talk to their guardians. I, I kind of so yeah, like... I was gonna say like I it kind of felt intimate in a way where they're like they're like glitch yeah. knows Bob because it was automatically attracted to Bob because it went right back to his arm, right, or to his hand rather, and right. um, and so they're. They're talking, and they—you could tell it's very important whatever's happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like yeah, so it was really interesting. Like this is Bob's glitch. This is the glitch hasn't seen him in a long time. He's like, yeah. "Thank you, old friend." Yeah. After their like it's little nice. conversation, as yeah. if we don't know the 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 audience. Yeah. But when he says glitch download, shit gets a little bit wild. Yeah. yeah, I love the animation here. It's it's fantastic. There's so many pretty colors. So Glitch turns into an energy ball and it surrounds Bob and transforms him? They merge. Sort of? Yes. They merge? They merge. And Bob uh, goes... So he's wearing that. silver armor. Yeah. yeah. We are silver now armor. one. What do you guys think of this? I hate it. I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like the look of it. I, I think like when it, it when it first happens, I was like, "Oh, sweet, he's changed." Okay, that looks cool. And then after a while, I was kind of like, "I actually kind of miss how Web Bob looked." Mm -hmm. As long as yeah. he keeps the hair and the the, the moles, like the <laughs> yeah, the yeah. weird 
like infectiony kind of like yeah. thing. I the think moles, he looks yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. He's super saiyan now, like man. It, but this is the fastest download I've ever seen. <laughs> of anything. Of anything. Well, They're connected it, right it to the took web. Took like ten seconds. Hmm? They're connected directly to the web. So yeah. well in nineteen ninety seven when everyone was on fifty six K, this is some like early days broadband shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> that one friend in, in your neighborhood that had it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like Lady Glitch was saying, he goes Super Saiyan, he blows apart all the shielding. Yeah, he's just, but he's, he's but running around the, the mirror same... covering things in glitter. Yeah. I mean, he's literally shooting glitter over gold. there. Yeah. At the same time, yeah, so he's shielding the ship at the same time as he's blowing off all the web creature shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, there you go. He shoots a Kamehameha. Uh-huh. And mends the tear, creates a portal to mainframe, and they sail uh-huh. into it. And he says, "I come from the net," and recounts like his bullshit from the <laughs> intro of the first couple seasons of reboot. Well, it's yeah. a little different. It's a little but different yeah. than than it's that. Just a little yeah. bit. But it's a very just yada yada yada, and an actual touching. What I thought was a touching. <laughs> yeah, this is like one of the most powerful <laughs> scenes. So far in this in this in this season, uh-huh. I like that. I, I liked how he said it because he says, yeah. "I search for the next." Yeah, yeah, and I love the fact that you can see in his eyes, like he literally, sincerely thinks that he's going home. Yeah, because he's finally found his home. Because when we first meet Bob at the very beginning, he's like, "I'm just kind of here. I don't know what I'm going to be doing with my life, but here we go." Yeah. And now he's established those roots, and he's like, "Hell yeah, I'm going home." I'm hype, man. I, I thought it, that line it, delivery right at the end was, was sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with um, Glitch Bob. I I thought the whole... We'll get into it when we get into it. But, in the grand scheme of things, I don't care, because it's still Bob. But yeah. I just, it wasn't crazy about the way he looks. Yeah, We're done. Yeah. We cool. did it, yeah. folks. Woo. So there yes. you have it. There you have it. That's Mousetrap. Mousetrap. Mouse trouble, then you need mousetrap. <laughs> <laughs> Not a rat trap. A mousetrap. Mouse Anybody else have some uh, closing We're remarks? We're all before... going to die. <laughs> We're all going to die. Anybody have some closing <laughs> remarks before I uh, go into our rating system? Let Chopper Face and the Boss Monkey duke it out. No fur off of my tail. <laughs> All right. They're like, like, yeah, that's like here, insane. here on Alphanumeric, we have a four tiered <gasps> rating system from awesome to not so awesome. <laughs> the worst of the worst is that was bad. That was very bad. And then the not so bad, but like, you know, it wasn't awesome either is that was easy enough. See, I remember this time again, right? No, no, that's not right. That was easy enough? No. no. There's oh. another one in there. Are you sure? I don't think so. There you go. And then it's, I don't think so. And then it's, that was easy enough. And then the top of the top, the cream of the crop. Is too much energy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to start. 
I'm going to start with Christopher Siege. Christopher Siege, what did you think of the of this episode? Um, I liked the uh, the moments with uh, Enzo and Bob. I think Enzo. We're we're continuing to see Enzo grow and develop as a character, and indeed as a young man. Um, Beyond that, though, that this, I don't know. I, I don't like the look of Glitch Bob. I also don't really dig Bob merging with his key tool. I don't know. I find that kind of a strange plot point. Why is it more powerful when they merged? Uh, yeah. That's, that's. Uh, and suddenly, like, he has, like, weird, like, gold glowy powers that, like, neither of them had prior to that. I, you went I Super know. Saiyan. I don't, and I don't like it. I don't. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this episode was kind of just uh, a sufficient amount of reboot. <laughs> it's a it's a very low. That was easy enough for me. Yeah. All right, Neocal. What did you think of this episode? Uh, the source of conflict was nebulous energy. <laughs> um, warm of the dialogue <laughs> saves it. Swarms of like energy. Um, I found that kind of meh, <laughs> the plot meh, but the dialogue's great. Like, you know, it's not just action. Like the the fact that they focused on character development, getting mm -hmm. over people changing, lowering your guard, learning to trust again, like all that stuff I yeah. I like. So it gets a uh Oh, low. That was easy enough. Okay. Okay. All right. It was, it was saved by the the character interaction, but the the conflict was. <laughs> I don't just like what the conflict is like. Energy balls and lightning. Yeah. That's meh. <laughs> Makes sense because it's it's mouse's, it's her mouse trap or like whatever. So it's okay, mouse but meh. <laughs> maybe maybe mouse put the pixels there. It's possible. Yeah, I, I assume does, so. Does the things. I mean, isn't wasn't that the point? Yep. yep. To keep yep. web web shit out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, was, lady. Sur Surfer yes. knew who they were. So yeah, Surfer knew what they were. The pixels. Everybody was like, "What the hell are these?" Yeah. Lady glitch. What did you think of mousetrap? Hmm. There was a lot of. That was not me. <laughs> Carry on. So there was a lot of really good scenes in Mousetrap, um, especially the character interactions. Like we had discussed, we had the Matrix Andreas scene. We had Bob and Matrix finally having their first sit down chit chat since season two ended. Um, I was a fan of the animated sequences, specifically with, you know, the lightning and the glitter, even though that's kind of my thing. 
Um, I did really, <laughs> I really enjoyed um, the, the recapitulation of Bob's original intro at the end of the episode because it's kind of tying everything back together before we zoom on home. So, full circle. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I, I thought it was pretty hype. <laughs> yeah, so hype. It was goosebump inducing. It it so, was. Yeah. So I am going to give this one a solid. That was easy enough. It was right. there, but not quite. Not quite. Yeah, not quite. Nice. So that's that was easy enough. That was easy enough. That was easy enough. Your turn. Mm -hmm. The Siddler. So here I go back to my roots. Uh, oh boy, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I like this episode. There I really, go. really do. We had the Bob and uh, the Bob and Enzo moments. We had the Bob. Uh, sorry, the da <laughs> the Dot and Enzo moments. The uh, the Endrenzo moments and uh, the uh, I'm gonna say Benzo moments. Bob and Enzo moments. <laughs> Two new hashtags. One new hashtag rather. Um, we had all the moments. Uh, we had uh, some some interesting character development, and um, I didn't I didn't really have a conflict. Uh, none of the I, you know, the 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 pixels, the the charges, the mouse trap, all the dynamics that that led to them finally going home. I didn't really didn't really bother me too much. I just focused more on on um, what was going on, like with with each character and how they're getting home. So now they're getting home, and that's getting an alphanumeric for me because. Um, also, you brought up about, like, well, how does that make Bob more powerful if he merges with Glitch? And I'm thinking Glitch was broken because Megabyte, like, crunched it. And Bob is still alive. And Bob has also been to the supercomputer. Like, he's been to the Academy. If he merges with Glitch, he will take what Glitch already has. And he also has the abilities that Bob also has in terms of, like, uh, viral immunity and uh, just basic you know so what you're trying bit, to uh, say is they merged yeah they merged they merged that's exactly what i'm trying to say shut up <laughs> <laughs> i just think it, I, I just think it's kind of cool you know like how they uh he doesn't have a key tool he is the key tool he Bob, is indeed a key tool he's the key tool he's yeah. the biggest um tool. so yeah it's getting an alphanumeric for me because um uh, he was able to make the portal they bypassed all well they did not bypass they managed to get through mousetrap and they're it's heading like home we got through this episode yeah yeah we so it. that's it so what you're saying is dude who can't get sick merges with broken key tool and thus becomes all powerful. Powerful enough, yeah. It's like when Piccolo and Nail uh, fuse. Yes. They don't just combine their powers. They're more powerful than the individual parts. You know, I actually want to return back to that conversation that Glitch has with Bob before they merge. Because you can look on Bob's face and realize the implications and the potential consequences of doing this action, of merging with a broken key tool. Because he... Glitch is talking to him. Yeah. He's like, yes, yes, it's possible, but I want, and then Glitch cuts him off. And then you, he has the look of, but I don't want to do this. And then yeah. I think at that point, Glitch is trying to tell him there's going to be problems in the future. If we merge, you have all of these great pros, but there's going to be cons as well. Yeah. And then he's got that look of shock on his face and then it releases to a, God damn it. You're right. 
Yeah. There is no other way. This is, is the only way we can do this. A very good way of putting that, yeah. Cheers. There was a we lot happened in that conversation. And it was clear that he and his key tool, had, or if you will, had a relationship. Because it's like the key tools choose their guardian, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously he's had the key tool for a long time. And then like that was part of how he got everything done. Mm-hmm. So, if I recall correctly, we find out in season four exactly how he came into possession of Glitch. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. So... I shall wait and see. Yes. <laughs> I'm the only one that hasn't seen it. Yeah. All right. That Woo! has been uh, episode 35 of Alphanumeric, where we talked about the 12th episode of the third season of Reboot. Uh, if you want to support the show. I'm so sorry I biffed that in that beginning. <laughs> uh, it's all good. You'll get there. I totally misunderstood. What you... <laughs> okay. Anyways, go on. Anyway, uh, best way to support the show, wherever you are watching and or listening to this, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a five star rating. Anything helps us out. Positive feedback. Or if you have negative feedback, give us that, too, because we constructive criticism, constructive Mm. criticism. Yes, we 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 are here for you and we are trying our best to to make the best show possible for all of you out there. Yes. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can do so on Twitter. I am at Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. And Sniddler, you also have Twitter as well, yes? I do have a Twitter. I'm over here. I do have Twitter. It's A-P Sniddler, A-P-S-N-I-D-D-L-E-R. You've corrected me twice now. You are that way on my screen. Oh, really? I'm different now? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, you're, you're the there, same. Man. I'm just mirrored. Oh, fair. Fair, it'll, I get it. It'll make sense <laughs> when you watch this on YouTube. Okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm also uh, on Twitter at A-P-S-N-I-D-D-L-E-R. Uh, also the same name on Instagram. And yes. I think that's it. And TikTok. Christina, on. Lady Glitch, where Hi. can people find you? Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, Lady Glitch 619 and the cal of the neo where can people find you at neo underscore cal with the k and if you want to f- follow the show proper uh go to facebook facebook.com slash lasercomb i post about things relating to this show alphanumeric but also every other show that i produce so too much energon based on War Planets, a Shadow Raiders podcast, and Cartoons at Night, which is kind of on hiatus right now because I'm reimagining that show, but it will be back soon. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. You, for a mere $5 Canadian per month, you get access to our Discord channel, which is where we make all of this magnificent magic happen. And you get access to preamble, outtake audio, where we spend literal hours shooting the shit and talking about whatever, whatever our hearts desire. And if you want some, like, early spoilers about, like, 
maybe some plans that we have cooking for future episodes of these shows. We also talk about those in the outtakes as well. Yeah. So, and if you're a Patreon subscriber, uh, which we have two of now, monthly Patreon shoutouts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give these shoutouts now. Thank you to our five dollar and up Patreon subscribers, B and Lewis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. If, if you have any suggestions about how to make the Patreon better, please, by all means, mm-hmm. reach out. Because uh, we're we're all kind of new to this, so we're we're kind of just figuring this shit out as we go along. Mm-hmm. So if you. Uh, if you have suggestions on how to improve the Patreon and make it a better value for your money, cheers. <laughs> then please let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that about does it this week. So we are going to get out of here now. Yes. yes. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm another host, NeoCal. I'm another host, Lady Glitch. And I've been another as host, A.B. Sniddler. And until next week, mouse trouble? Then you need mouse trap. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some so questionable long. things. <laughs> oh, haven't we all? Exactly. <laughs> Never. Oh, <wow. laughs> <laughs> oh, shit just got dark. Not... Yeah. Well, real. Maybe not dark, but real. Shit got real. Good night. <laughs> Good day. Bye. Until next time, do what you need to do. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, folks. Reboot robot entomologizing force! Huh. Go figure.